Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Thanks for listening and calling, participating in today's show. Thanks to Black and Abdallah. Chris is back. Chris and Adam are together tonight after Waddle and Sylvie, 6 until 8. Yurko, don't forget your research project. Hold on to that. I got it. It's on a good napkin. Work. What is it? Yeah. This is uh, uh game plan. Calling. It's his game plan his on game the napkin. Run the pass ratio. We're talking about the Bears are closer to 50-50. Uh, and the new guy that's come in, uh, Shane Waldron, is uh, closer to like a 55-40-56. No, it's 55 with Seattle. It was more like 55-45. Okay, maybe. I thought it was 58 this year. I thought he 58% passed. Pass. Yeah, pass pass run. Run. Yeah. I don't want to tell you in the first year Luke Getzky was here what they were. They're 59.7% run to 40.3% pass. That wouldn't, makes that sense. Be, wouldn't that be because after the after the bye, all the running they did with Justin? Yeah. Doesn't that? Yeah. Makes kind of. And, and this sense. year was a Johnny, little bit more Johnny, it's a running balanced. league. Wait, it's, pass, <laughs> it's a passing. <laughs> it's a passing league. I'm sorry. It's funny. Really. My bad. Funny guy. And still this year, the Bears of 2023 were one of the teams that was 51% run against 49% pass. Yeah, they're. Uh, that, so, they're it's a the, running. I mean, it's. Well, not to say they Funny didn't drop guy. back to pass a number of times and it turned out not to be a pass. You know what I'm Funny saying? thing is, too, with that that, that McVeigh style and Shanahan style, they run, run the ball. They run a lot of play action lot. off of it. Yeah. A lot. They love like, to run the yes. ball. But they set a lot of what they do up because of No like, question. It's so, yeah. it's some of that stuff so well designed. Clever system. It is. It I really thought, is. you know what? I sat, I, I had my pants on. But for for two days in a row, I sat Liar. and I just liked a lot of, of like, like Ben Johnson, I thought, was oh, just fantastic Ooh. with what he do, was doing to try to attack that Bucks defense. Bears I thought, sure? Joe. Yeah, sure? exactly. I know. You sure? Joe Brady isn't Joe Brady the guy that Joe took Brady over. Did a good Joe job Brady was fabulous last night. I concur. Andy was fabulous last night. Other than McCall Hardman on the goal line. Yeah, I might have given it to him again. Might be an Aggie. No, I, I see. No, I'm not getting. No, you know, know, that's such an easy blame, Carm. When the bad nope. plays are, no, you blame no, them on Andy. Andy. It makes sense. Yeah, Andy. No, I mean, like Andy's had a couple. We gotta of those. get Andy on and ask him. Like Andy, come on. Well, Andy was effusive with his praise, wasn't he, after he the was. game for, for Matt Nagy? It's what good friends do. Yeah. Yeah, that is what good friends, friends do. Friends don't let friends talk at the, the podium. That's right. <laughs> but I thought it was such a well, on a lot of fronts, such a well-coached weekend of football, too, in a lot of spots. It was good. It, it was. really was. And then Nagy's game plan, like I said, was so deep um, uh, on the offensive side. That's crap. And there was plenty of stuff even left over, and we said we were going to empty the, the chart uh, today and run everything. We didn't run out of anything. So um, it, it was a great job by him. All right. Well, we were trying to run that uh, reverse to Hardman five more times, but Damn. look, there's no chance that Andy Reid isn't sitting at the front of the desk or at the front of the room when they put that game plan it, it's together. It's like me doing equivalent fractions with my daughter right now. Right. Oh, is it, yeah. right. Okay. She's nine. <laughs> And we're working on what's greater, six eights or seven sixteenths? That may be a bit I mean, of like, a touch of an exaggeration, no, but the point no, is well and, taken. No, and there's Andy. No, no, Matt. No, no, no. Now let's move the yeah. the axe over. Yeah. Here. Let's put him in motion over here. Yeah. We want oh, big guys blocking small guys. I see. Yeah. That's what Andy's doing. Yeah. He's sitting yeah. there doing equivalent fractions with they, his daughter. Big, big on big is usually yes. the easiest thing to remember. Yeah. They did it a different way. Luke did it a different way. Right, yeah, the Bears did it a different way well, a couple of times You know what, though? Like, I, I was talking to someone. 
You know the Packers ran that same play like five or six times where the, the wide receiver pins the end of the line of yeah. scrimmage? They just do it better, and they're not asking a five foot nine, one hundred and sixty eight wow. pound guy to do it as well. Remember, they did it against Detroit to the left when they pinned Hutchinson. Yeah, they pinned him. They yeah. got him in there. The yeah. guy did his job. You can effectively. do it. Yeah, that, that's where my uh, Johnny, a my point guy with leverage can yes. block a bigger guy. That's what the Packers receivers <laughs> right. did. Bo Melton, yeah. Bo Melton, Bo Melton. What in the world? Where did Belton, <laughs> Bo Melton come from? From Rutgers. Like, like the what? Bo Nix tree. Came out of the Bo Nix tree. They from should Rutgers. definitely call him like, Belton out Bo, there. Bo, Belton, Belton, Bo Melton. With, Belton, he Bo was Belton, doing great. everything in that game. But my point. Oh, great. Yes. Blocking, great touchdown catch. And by like, the way, like, like, listen, Carm, this is why I said like sometimes oh. it's the execution of the players that is actually Man. that's overlooked versus the play call. You can't run that play. Well, the Packers just ran it five times for 80 yards. Amen. I guess they got the guys to do it. And you know what else they did? They faked that little wide receiver screen, and then they went to the deep guy to Belton Bo Melton. Hey, there you go. Like, that's see? where I'm. Yes, awesome that's where is. I see eye to eye with the people that are all angry with the play calling. You got to mix it up. Oh, my goodness. It was good football. It was. Good football. It really was a good. good and it's usually oh, it better was. than the first weekend. It, it's not. It's my favorite uncommon. weekend. I always it tell the best, you that. Right? It's, good so it's, it's my favorite weekend of football. Four you games. get the four games because next week it's just Sunday. I know, you know, and then you've got the number one seeds added as opposed to the first weekend where the number yeah. one seeds sit out. I'm with it, you. Man. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. So now no we got three your games kids. left. Yeah, I know three games. You're not allowed to ignore your kids now. I mean, now Saturday there's no football. You got you actually got to go do what you got to do. Batting cages. Yeah. Perfect Saturday. Okay. Perfect. Perfect Saturday. Yeah. Let's go to the cages. Because now you're right. There's no football. There's no football. Not on Saturday. Start planning what I'm going to cook for Sunday. <laughs> do that. Oh, we got to see a video of that. Yeah. Take a look at the Dude, maybe. Will we have to see a video of that? Maybe Mr. show off food. Maybe porn. I was going to invite you over to come over. Food uh-huh. porn. You should. You should title it food porn. Food porn, baby. Food porn. Maybe the weather. Will be, it's going to be warm this week. Maybe we could fire up the smoker. Nice. We'll see. What's warm? Well, it's going to be the 40. It's going to be for around 40. It's good weather. Yeah. Dude, that's Smoking that's like weather. a, what, a 50 to 60 degree difference with the wind chill? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to feel when, like when you in the fill, wind chill from, what was the wind chill when at, at our low? Like uh, two uh, weeks ago. Uh, minus, yeah. the western suburbs. Minus I mean, 18. Western something. suburbs and out further. I mean, if you're in Aurora, it was really chilly out like there. Like 20 below zero? 20 below. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. You're going to get can, some uh, small flooding, I think, when well, everything once melts. Melt, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you better, well, be careful with your Dude, pipes, too. I know. It's 34 There's today. Be some it feels sh- great at 34. Mm-hmm. Feels it does. You know? The it does. They start to thaw. Absolutely. Because they've um, expanded, theoretically. Yes. So as long as it's frozen, you don't know nothing's wrong. Then when it starts to defrost, all of a what sudden, are your tips to, to what do we have to do for tips for what for your, to watch our to watch oh, like, like how do we like what is have watching your, your pipes call. have your plumber on call well, that, that's it I if mean, you've got a I running... had the plumber over today by the way we Fixing finally the toilet? Oh, the yeah. four seasons came over we we you should see thunder giant, went down there uh, oh, giant, new toilet giant toilet and this thing the the way that the they toilet flushes super you think you're walking into like like a department store that's got one of the high powered it's like an airplane toilet. Yeah. Really? Well, not, it doesn't have the blue stuff. I know, it, but it, it sounds whoosh. like an airplane yes, toilet. Yes, it's whoosh. got the whoosh. You can put a bunch of washers and nuts down there, and they'll take them away. We're don't not going to test yeah, it. Don't no. try. But it, it is glorious. Awesome. They were over first thing in the morning. You tell them if they clog this one, you're digging a yes. hole in the backyard, and they yeah. can go outside. It, and I, I, I said to the plumber who was over, I go, hey, can I get a look at that thing before you leave? 
You know, just to Whoa. use. Excuse me? Oh, what? what? No, no, no. Not, not, not oh, his I thing. I heard you bringing back what I said on Friday. I meant, oh, I, I meant oh, the toilet. Bring that back. Can I get no, a look at that mean, thing? <laughs> wow, what the plumber say? Smack you upside the head. The I plumber heard. said, no. <laughs> what do you think uh, this is? Of course you can. <laughs> That'll cost you extra. Jeez. That'll cost you extra. <laughs> What are you doing? The toilet. Two hundred dollars service fee. Are you the I'm not taking those big balls. Mellor had a <laughs> field extra hundred for that. <laughs> are you the neighbor in American Beauty? What's going on over here? That's going to cost you an extra hundred. Plumber. And porn. now all of a sudden we go back and we think we remember what a ding dong tasted like. <laughs> His meat is going to taste the best. <laughs> I heard it all day Friday. I'm like, gosh, that's a rough one. I'm like, that one's rough. So, yeah. All right, then, so, anyway, the and plumber he, showed and, it and to that, you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he flushed it, and I'm like, awesome. That's wow, a beauty. Great. Huh? Did you get the boys in there to test it out? Well, no, they, they were at school. They were at school. You should have loaded it up with, like, five wipes and then just yeah, seen if it works. Did drop the deuce in it yet? No, no they will. You should Christian it first, though, for crying out loud. I mean, it should be you. You're I, the I didn't think of that. I did not think of that. Be the first one. It's like when Waddle christened my my condo. Yeah, the downstairs the downstairs toilet. He was the first one to take a dump in that. Which is crazy for you, you know? Look at Waddle. First time dumpers. Before we flew to Boston. Yeah, it's so good. Man, it's new in here. Has anybody used this? He goes, "Nope, you're the first. Yes, sir. All right, all right. But it was funny. Can I tell you? I do have a toilet paper. I have a funny. I have a funny story about the plumber. He was over and. I went downstairs to go work out, and before I work out, I do take a dump. Yeah, I was so, naked. He was naked. <laughs> so I was. I just wanted to go from there. And I told him, I go, when you're done, come downstairs and come get me, and I'll, I'll sign the paperwork. <laughs> Easy, Yerk. I didn't say anything. He laughed. <laughs> and and like it, the the it finished quicker than I thought. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, I might as well just this shut is, up. This is oh, the best story oh, of all time. Oh, oh look at he split. Boy, I really finished there, didn't I, there, sailor? <laughs> we can't even tell the story. Like, there's no way to tell it now. Okay, yeah, I, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> he finished quicker than I thought. Oh, oh. Like, much quicker. Good. Good this is him. two in a row. I think last week. I think there's crosstalk so on good. Friday. Was yeah. kind of similar to this, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. This is so good. Uh, and uh, I, I finished taking a dump. I opened the door, and he l- was literally standing, standing there, right outside the door. That scared you? Scared the hell out of me. Yeah. Like, I'm like whoa, 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 whoa! Holy cow! He's yeah. taking a dump here. <laughs> light a match. That's what he said to him. All right. So I'm glad you got your new toilet. I can't wait to hear. Yeah, very, ha- very happy. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I didn't know you had so to go for through all, that much. To get about toilet. four seasons. Yes, that's, that's right. Yes. yes. That's yeah. the biggest takeaway. Take care of your pipes. I want Sylvie's guy. Uh, <laughs> send me the guy Sylvia. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else? Yeah. So what? Are you, <laughs> what else? I don't even know. You're already up to yeah. the what else? Yeah. We're not even close yeah. no, to I'm finishing for football. Here. For football. Like what else for you football? Say goodbye. Um, there was a lot of good. There was some bad. You know, poor Buffalo. I mean, I, we were saying, like, yeah, so bad that was them. such a bad shank. It was like, that's us on the tee box. Gene Greco wouldn't come on with woods. us. Gene, we wanted to do family a well-being. Stuff. We wanted to do a well-being check. And he gave us the family excuse. Oh, yeah? He said, I can't. I've got family. What did he say, what Tyler? He grandkids? He has a he family a thing. You want to hear yeah. his coping text he sent me? Yeah. Let me pull this up he real He was quick. so good on Friday with you guys. Oh, he's best. It was fun. Gene Greco goes... I'm not even angry, frustrated, or upset anymore. It's just kind of a strange, calm, like, oh, well, at this point. Hmm. I don't buy it. I don't know if I buy it either. Look, I think, I think Josh Allen, I think everyone handled it with great grace and yes. dignity and maturity. Yes. 
But guys, I don't care if you're the Carlson kid for Green Bay or you, another you, one. Look, you got to make these kicks. I can tell you that Stephon Diggs needs to catch that ball. Everyone makes mistakes, but I mean, it's okay to say, "Hey, look, you know what? Kicker's got to make that kick. Got to make he a forty-four yard." I know it's windy, and I know it's the other guy did. Yes. Butker that, did. Thing wasn't, oh, even right wasn't even close. You guys. Wasn't even close. It wasn't even. It never had a chance. No. Butker's kicks were right, right down, down the down middle. middle. Butker's yeah. Where the guys you trust, uh, Butker, Jake Elliott, he's out of the playoffs. Any more appreciation for Robbie uh, after the weekend? Although Jake Mooney's been good. No. No? No. He never missed a postseason kick. Jake Elliott After all, all the... Moody got one blocked. Yeah, he? he had one yeah, blocked. Yeah, Moody had one blocked. Yeah. Go, take him a, go take him a prize. Huh? Take him take a prize. I was texting with him over the weekend because I'm I said to him, surprised. I go, look... Robbie, take another bow. You you after all the after all the missed kicks this weekend, you never missed a kick. You eliminated teams in the snow. The Packers, Carlson missed kick Uh, again. The Buffalo kicker Bass missed missed important kick every time for the Bears. He lined up for the Forty Niners important kicks postseason. Not one missed postseason kick. It That's is. why I thought he was earlier yeah. in the year. I thought he'd be on somebody's playoff roster. Like I thought Detroit early, early on. Mm-hmm. They and who does their Bad, guy Bad, Badgley. Badgley? He was with the Bears last right. year. For no, I know. I but Badgley. I thought there was a chance that he would hook up with a team that was possibly going to the postseason earlier in the year. Was he sitting there with a Jake Moody voodoo doll? Like. <laughs> Putting pins in it, right in his right. I will, I will not confirm nor deny. If he did, it worked on the uh, on the, the block the, kick. It worked. What, what, what was Shani doing at the end of the first half, too? Refresh my memory. What well, happened? I mean, like, look, they wouldn't. Well, oh, that, yeah. I, the mismanagement of the um, clock. Well, my guess is it might. My guess is he's thinking. I love the way Brock Purdy thinks, and I love the way. But I'm afraid he, he may turn it offense, over. But. These cold weather games are like inclement weather games. He's not good in them. He might have an issue. Yeah. But still, I mean. Small hands smell like cabbage. <laughs> you know, I don't the, know. The stat about ah. Shanahan's teams oh. not coming back from. Couldn't bl- I didn't a, know that. Couldn't I knew win. that earlier in the didn't year. It's it. an unbelievable, unbelievable. stat. Didn't uh, know it. 0 like 30. 0 30. Yeah. Down by five. And they, but they. Now they bucked now the they, trend. Yeah. I did not realize that. That was. Yeah, I was surprised when I heard it earlier in the year, but. I thought he totally, you know, got totally soft and mismanaged the clock in the first half. Because he wasn't trusted. I don't know. You know, it's funny because Purdy made a few throws where you go, "Damn, man, that's it." I, you know, like, I thought the at, Packers were the better team for from down to down. They the first three were. quarters of the game, right? And then Purdy put together what was it a sixty-nine they, yard drive? They, nice. They turn it over yep. in the red zone, going yep. for it on fourth and one. Yep. They had a missed field goal. On a 41-yarder. I know yeah. it's raining, but you should make it. Yes. You, uh, uh, Jordan threw two INTs. That, yeah. That's the game. Down to down, they were probably better. Yeah, they were. But that's it. You make the team. They made more mistakes. That's the way it ends in the playoffs usually. Boy, they you ran know? a football on the oh, 49ers, too. My God. Like a knife through butter. Yeah. I mean, uh, LaFleur's got to be thinking, what can I do to beat them? You know? They've lost five straight now in the playoffs to the Packers. Uh, to the uh, – yeah, um, to the – Niners, Niners, me. yeah. Niners have beaten them five straight times. Don't you time. remember that they beat them one time a couple of years ago with Jimmy G? I think they, they threw the ball like six times. They beat them 13-10 in Green Bay, didn't yeah. they? Remember? That, yeah. And then they beat the snot out of Rodgers out there a yeah. couple of years ago. They won that one big. I think the Lions are going to play with them. I really do. I just think San Francisco is a pretty big number, the isn't it? On them. It was six, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but you know check. what? Ben Johnson's as good as anybody using another team's aggression against him. Like, he'll have something put together. Six and a half. Yeah. Six What's and the half. total in that game? It is 51. 
I was going to say that. And the Ravens like still laying over the key. The Ravens are still laying three and a half. Surprised that those haven't all been cleared out. The pros are a little bit more hesitant jumping on Mahomes. That'll tell me that that number is still there. That that hasn't been cleaned well, out. I mean, the, the Ravens defense. All of the the metrics are so I know, good. I know they are. They are. How do Mahomes. you how do you guys feel about um, Brisker tweeting uh, Cancun or Turks? About uh, the the Packers, did you guys see that? I didn't see it. Stoking the uh, Packers rivalry. Yeah, yeah. and then I think Jaden Reed tweeted back. And then I think he deleted the tweet. Oh, did about he? him calling him a bum. Uh, oh, did well, he I remember call Brisker a bum. Did, I think so. Didn't Briskers have say something about like the Packers didn't have it, don't have anybody that that scares them or something like that? Maybe. Listen, if you're sitting on your couch at home and you didn't even make the playoffs, Just put your phone in the. Yeah, in the I mean, drawer. I, I don't. But, I wouldn't but say it's kind of making it a rivalry again, and that's yeah. fine. But can't, you make it a rivalry. Here's an idea: beat them. Winning. Beat, yeah. right. How's that? It's not a rivalry, right? I now. mean, how about you want to make it a rivalry? Beat them. Like you're sitting yeah. at at home. Got to win. Like they want a playoff game. How many in a row is this the, now? The swimmer. Ten. Ten. The swimmer doesn't have a rivalry to the shark. The shark is going to win. The ni- nail in the hammer? Time. Is that yeah. the other one? Yeah, yeah but I went with the shark and the human, so it's even worse. Gotcha. The eagle Dang. doesn't hunt the flea. When you're yeah. a swimmer and you're trying to get away from the shark, guess what you're going to start doing? Half of you is going to be bobbing in the water. Yeah. Right? like Because the know, other half is being eaten. Consumed. I don't think it's the worst thing. I, like, I don't care that much, but I would say to Jaquan Brisker or any other bear, like... Beat him. Beat him. How about not even that? How about being consistently competitive with them? Because that whatever the right. score was in week eighteen no, no, wasn't indicative of the game Sil- itself. Sylvie knows the stat now because I get uh, they we covered talk- all the of Packers those games. have covered all those games. Yeah, they're ten and zero against them straight up and against the spread in the last ten. You haven't been competitive with them. Listen, you can talk whatever you want to talk. I don't give a rat's ass. All I care about is start beating them. If you That's it makes you feel say. good to go out there and, and and stoke those fires, stoke the fires. As a fan, just. Be more competitive and that's beat them. What I would that's say. all I care about. Now, to vote on this poll, I would say Turks, but that's me. Right. I saw someone was breaking that down on Twitter. Well, a fan like I saying that. responded they, 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 like Turks is they, like they, Cancun, me as a Cancun guy, Cancun, more direct flights, mm. much shorter flight. That's true. Uh, uh, like, and I would say less expensive. Turks, uh, you would have been You got to stop in Miami for Turks? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. When we went, we had to stop in Miami. You could, you could get the direct flights on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. You know, go you know a longer flight. The beaches, outstanding. That's but beaches in Cancun are outstanding, Beautiful. too. They're gorgeous. Um, I, you know, I want to go to Turks. I, Turks beautiful. is on my bucket list. Plus, Never they got been. The, the reef. There's a reef too, so there's like the snorkeling. And if you're a scuba diver, does a, just, do the sharks scuba, stay away the sh- too? Sharks, no sharks. They don't. They don't have many shark scuba? attacks. I don't scuba, but the snorkeling is incredible because you're right on the reef. Scuba. The giant turtles and stuff like it's. Any stingrays or jellyfish? Yeah, sting, a stingray was yeah. within two feet of us. Yeah. A dolphin was within. No more than 10 yards away. I don't even know if it was. Maybe, maybe 12 yards away. <laughs> maybe 10, 12 yards away. We maybe. hammered? We hammered? No, no. Any hammerheads? No, I didn't see any hammerheads. But to, to see a dolphin in its natural yeah. habitat like that, swimming within beautiful maybe 25 feet of you, it was nice. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Is this as opposed to seeing a dolphin walking down the street? You know what I mean. Oh, like, you mean like, like a zoo? Like the swim or, with oh, the gotcha, dolphins gotcha. experience. And okay. that's oh, I've cool. done that. I've done and that. I've done it. Like, Sylvie's done they that. Like, that's they do that at the Bahamas. They, they, they have two dolphins pushing yes, me through the water. And that is fun, and that's cool. It's so full of it. But when you see it, 
And it scares you at first because you see that dorsal fin. You're like, I hope it's. it's but don't, really isn't the thing too is when you see dolphins, you know you're safe because sharks and won't hang around the dolphins. I don't, I don't know, know if they, they don't together, that, though. They usually don't chill together. Oh, yeah, I don't know because the dolphins can communicate with each other. Right. Sharks more of a solitary creature. That's true. You know, dolphins pods or whatever they call the a little, pod. They what's call a pod. gaggle of dolphins? No, no, that's not a that's gaggle. Geese. That's geese. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Pod. My point is, there's a lot of dolphins. There's only one shark because the shark, when the shark bites, he's usually by himself. Yes, that's true. He's chilling like the a mammals villain. hang out together, like the orcas and the dolphins hang right. out together. They play like people. attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Wolves. Do you want to? Uh, we I have a bet with Danny Zetterman. All right, big bet too. Oh, ten sure. dollars. Yeah, it's a unit. Broke. It's a unit bet. It's, a, it's a one unit bet. Right, what is it? Because we'll the Greg Olson is coming on at I three. That. I saw that. It's our guy. I look here. forward to listening. He's the bet. He God's gift to broadcasting. I like Greg. Just ask him. He'll tell oh, you. he's good. Oh, he's not a bragger. No, he's not. Just ask him. He'll he's a very him. modest guy. He's I great like commercials him. too. He's yeah. got the great commercials. He does they do good commercials? He does. What is he? Did the Bradshaw right? Yeah. Yeah. Terry does, yeah. The bald cap. Yeah. But even um, the other one where they're just sitting around going, oh, yeah, different when, nicknames and such. What was cake? What was the, the one? One for, guy was terrible nickname. And and that's saying, why he oh, left. That's who you are. Yeah. So we're like we, this is this could be his last game as the number one analyst. I know for Fox, which sucks because we were talking about uh, Brady. Brady's going to. There's swoop a better in. chance of him doing your games with the Bears if he's not the number one guy. True. So that yeah. should be a positive. Well, thing. maybe the Bears are going to become the number one team though. Don't go crazy. Well, Shane Waldron's in the house. Hope so. yeah. All right, so what's the bet? You know, they'll throw the ball. Um, so the bet is, because I was going to ask him about that and, and, and Brady, and if he's ever uh, said to Brady, hey, you got, every- nothing, yeah, you got everything. Uh, why, why don't you back off a little bit? Like, do your, do your thing. Like, there, there's so many other things you can be Go doing. Go talk to Jim Gray. Yeah. That's such a yeah. compelling yeah. segment you guys do on Monday night. Right. And, and, so Not- and Danny said to me, there's no way that, that Greg Olson has... Tom Brady's phone number to get, oh, get in on. touch with him directly. Of course I, he does. I believe you, Mike. I believe you, Mike. Yeah, 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 of course he's got That's a winner, winner, text. chicken dinner. Yeah, oh, Tom I tried, Brady. I tried to get a piece of that bet, too. Danny didn't want to give that's it to a, I think and that's Danny a winner. Goes, no, piece. it's through agents or through someone. I go, oh. hey, Danny, he could pick up his phone, and I'm sure th- now he's got... If they're both uh, teammates yeah. at, at, at Fox, I would, I would venture to guess... He can get a direct line. My guess is he's got easily. it. That'd be my. So it's got to be on his so phone. We'll find right? out at three. No. If he was trying to talk to Leonardo DiCaprio, I'd say he could. Well, that's of course. And then we'll ask him Brady. who the most Brady could. Who do you think Brady. the most Tom famous sure. person Greg Olson has in his phone? Yeah, that's always a good that's question. Good. Yeah. yeah, I, I like Tom Brady. I'll be listening. I'll be Tom listening. Brady's Maybe a good probably one. Tom Brady. My yeah. answer is always Mark Silverman. You you have someone more famous than the guy head of the Big Ten than anybody Big Ten Network. By the way, I was All dying right. when you guys were talking about the officiating and Johnny asked if the, the late flag on the pass interference came from a t shirt gun from the commissioner's <laughs> box. They're shooting it out of the commissioner's box. <laughs> it's coming down on a parachute. It's on a parachute. That's how, that's how Romo and Dan said, Well, I think we got a pass. Wait a minute. Here it comes. It's- Wait a, minute, wait a minute, Jim. Do I see gonna, something yellow? The referees don't know what the call is. Let's stop oh, the parachute. So come funny. down. It's like Norman. But this is a dime, not a donkey. I still don't know what a dime. What's a not dime, a not a donkey? It's got to be. He's messing with his butt. Like his friends are like, he slipped donkey in and slipped this in, and we'll yeah. give you a hundred, and we'll give you five hundred, whatever it is. Make it like he needs the money. Yeah. I know, but he, it's got to be a dime, not a donkey. Does that mean like? So I, tell Olsen that you want him to work a word in. He's got another game. Yeah, next tell week. Greg. 
Oh. Tell them that you want him to work in Berkshire. Say, say, listen, Tony dropped a dime, not a donkey, yeah. and we're convinced oh. that's his buddies. And this is his yeah. ethic game, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Right. Like, look who's saying you're, they're, they're demoting See you. See if he can find a way to work in Bursalosis. No. Uh, Hold on. Not, no. Yeah, Let's think of the good one. Is that something from yeah. bursitis? No, bursilosis is a disease that affects cows in a negative manner. Mike Martz working Mike Martz. No, I don't even know why. I, I, well, so... so that dime, not a donkey, had me uh, thinking yesterday. This is this is perfect. This is an alliteration game. So I, I threw a few together. What about this? That's a missile, not a mule. Okay, tell him to work that in. That's how, a piss how, missile. Wait, wait, if you don't like that, what about piss that, missile? How about that? Can you work piss missile in? <laughs> that's a laser, not a llama. It's not bad. Mine's That's an arrow, not an aardvark. Miller, do you want him to go from the number one team to the number six team? This way he pokes fun at Tony Romo. Yes, Everybody yes. will know it, Yes, and yet he can still kind of work it in if it's a good throw. Yes. That's a rope, not a raccoon. Yeah, there you go. That's go a rocket, That's not a rat. See, like, then now we're Can getting somewhere. Yeah, let's now we're getting, like, you're now we're getting the preposterous. Talk that, to him about it. That's a bomb, not a bobcat. Exactly. That's perfect. I like the aardvark. You got it. I like the aardvark, that, What was it? That's an arrow, an arrow, not, not an, an arrow, arrow, not an aardvark. An arrow, not an aardvark. Like, do you think right. he's saying that 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 like that was a hell of a pass? That was an ass. Is that what I he's saying? Know. That was a pass, I, not I, ass. Oh, I don't want to be a dime, dime and, uh, not a donkey. That that was a pass, not an ass. Yeah. I don't profess to speak uh, Romo. Romo. I don't I know don't. either. Romanese. I don't. That's got to be maybe, what it means. Maybe. All right. Uh, this will be. Think he's wearing Olsen. shoes when he does. Do you think broadcast? he's dyeing his hair jet black? I heard you say that. I, what is I don't... that? His hair's never been that jet black before. It looked like shoe polish in there, didn't it? It looked I, odd. He, he, he looked like he'd just gotten up from a nap and threw a coat on. Probably did. What about Sims? Uh-huh. Sims has the oh the weird color hair. Yes. He's got the copic color. Not just he? that, but it's like really puffy in the back. He's got the copic going on. Yeah. <laughs> he does. All right, boys. Boy, we're just we, horrible, I can't aren't wait we? for Olsen. Yeah, we're terrible. I can't wait for Olsen. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Bunch you guys of, are still going. Bunch of hot, four hot guys right here. I know, right? Yeah, right? Think it's we're like guys apart. Yeah, we're nothing yeah, but Brad Pitt and right. Travis Kelsey's over exactly. here. Exactly. All right, but we're keeping yeah, we're keeping He's a handsome lad, isn't he? He is very handsome. Travis Kelsey. Oh yeah, good looking man. Good looking kid. Yeah. I, I I prefer the more rugged brother, Jason. <laughs> I love when you break this down. Do you, so you, do you, for what reason? You, for what you, reason, what, Johnny? What, what, what are the characteristics that? Uh, got, what are the characteristics that, that drive I, you crazy? I like your stockier fella. You do? Yeah. We should. We, he should do a podcast called Man Love. <laughs> where he just breaks it down. Funny, so I yeah. guy always comes up with ideas to get me to work more. <laughs> uh, try to do it unhinged. All right. We're working on it. We got a yeah. plan. So we we, we do it. We we do have a plan. We I'm have here a, every day. We have Sylvia. a plan. John, Johnny with a show called Man Love. Show. I'm here every day. Sylvia, what do you have on your... Let me see. What do I got? Oh, show, that's just... That's just that's a logo a, on his... Uh, a lo- yeah, it's a, it's a logo. University of Notre Dame. Yeah. Maybe I, remember, my younger brother went there. I, I know that. Notre Dame. I know that. Fighting Irish. I know that. Yeah. They're, 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 they're How are you feeling these days? You look great. I'm as spry as a rotten buck. Okay. Yeah. Or a button rock. There goes Carmen and Yurko. All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Here's what we got going. Um, the Bears have made the OC higher. They have hired Shane Waldron. If you want to get in on that, uh, be our guest. If you want to talk about the NFL playoffs, can be our guest on that too. Shane Waldron, for background, um, was the offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks for the last three years, so he does have play calling experience. Um, he has, Check. yep. He has gone through the reclamation project of where Geno Smith 
uh, and his career was turned around uh, under Pete Carroll and Shane Waldron. He was the coordinator under Russell Wilson of, in the last year as well. Um, he was a McVay guy for many years, going all the way back to 2016, when Sean McVay was the offensive coordinator under Jay Gruden in Washington for the, for the then Redskins. So that's when Waldron was the um, offensive, what do they call it? The uh, quality control. The quality control guy. He was a young quality control guy. He got his uh, NFL coaching experience first with the New England Patriots. Yes. Um, and got, he has a couple of rings, a very low-level coach. But again, so he has a lot of experience as an offensive play caller. Checks a lot of boxes, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of the background yeah. of Shane Waldron. Yeah, and and you know, I think if you're off the Shanahan McVeigh tree, that you know there are a lot of people that are you know that that are very pleased with that. And I I would say, look, I I thought it was very likely they were going to to hire somebody that had previous play calling experience. I thought that was kind of quite obvious. I've heard others say it's not necessary. Look at Bobby Slowick Jr. He's done a fantastic job with Houston. Different situation there than here. I thought this called for someone with some experience, and you got that with Shane Waldron. 44 years old and been there and done that with regard to putting together a game plan and calling plays. I don't believe they, I don't believe they interviewed one guy out of the nine that we know of that didn't have play-calling experience. I think you're right. I think every person that they interviewed has previous play calling experience. And I think that was very, very important to them at this point. Did the kid from uh, the, the quarterback coach from the Rams, was he, did, or did they enter? I thought they interviewed him, no? The, uh, the quarterback coach Zach for the Robinson? Rams? Yeah, Zach Anderson? Robinson, yeah. Robinson, I mean. I, they, I know requested. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if they talked to ever him. got executed. But, but yeah, I think that this was kind of their, their game plan all along is to find someone with some experience. I like the process. I love the way they talk to guys. With Like, again, it, you know how I feel. I never felt like Matt Eberflew should still be the coach. But we've that ship has sailed. Where they are at this point for the offensive coordinators gig, I like the way they went about it. They talked to a lot of people. Um, they took their time without wasting time because there are going to be other teams who are going to start hiring offensive coordinators soon. So they also knew that they would have to hire these guys before a lot of them started getting hired. Um, Shane Waldron was in consideration for the Raiders job, too, which was, I thought, very interesting. Albert Breer reported Shane Waldron, Cliff Kingsbury, and believe it or not, Luke Getze uh, is being considered to be uh, Pierce's offensive coordinator with the Raiders. I think it's interesting what was also what was appealing about this job to Shane Waldron. Because Shane Waldron was more than likely going to have an opportunity to land somewhere else. I think Seattle had told their coaches, look, if you, you know, we don't know what we're going to do yet. So if you find an opportunity to go somewhere that is appealing to you, then we're going to let you go. You go do you go do what you're going to do. And but I think Shane Waldron was going to draw interest from others, whether it was Atlanta, what other jobs are available, um, head Washington, coaching job, the Titans. Well, yeah, I mean, just whatever. Um, but again, I think he could make that lateral move from OC to OC oh, because yeah, their he, staff was fired or the head coach was fired. So, I, again, my point was is I, I think that there was going to be some interest for him. What was it about this job 
that he decided, yeah, this is where I want to go. I think it's an interesting talking point. I, I, I think, again, besides the fact that Eberflus could be on the hot seat, and I'm sure that was going to come up in every interview, I think the Bears gig's a great gig. I really do, and I'm not saying it because I'm sitting in our State Street studio, you know, in Chicago's the Bears flagship station. You know, you've heard me many, many times um, say things that are not flattering about the Bears. But I believe the arrow's pointing up. They have the number one overall pick. They, they, they I believe, can do many good things with either quarterback. I believe either way you can look at, you could keep Justin Fields, you could trade down, and you can get a hell of a lot for that number one pick and build a really good roster with it. Or you can have one of the better prospects from a quarterback position in a long, long time. And you have the number nine pick, by the way. And you have DJ Moore. And you have Cole Komet. And again, you have a young roster that just won seven games that my expectation is, and we never talked about this on Friday. We had a debate with Carmen, our old boss, Jim Pastor, on Friday. What is the expectation for next year? Um, I think like it's 10 games or bust. Like you, you could make an argument that you should have won nine or 10 this year if you don't collapse those three. Um, so after those, those games that you blew this year, if you're not in the playoffs next year, think it's a huge disappointment. And if you're an offensive coordinator looking at all the, with the cap space, with the draft equity, with maybe getting in on a ground floor, with a with a young quarterback or with a guy to unlock Justin Fields and having a lot to build with a trade down what's not to love about the job yeah i think there's a lot of attractiveness to it um but he's probably got a he's probably got a a a, a something's more appealing to him than others like he may look at this situation you want me to come in and try to unlock Justin, what if that doesn't work? Is that more appealing to me? Or is coming in on the ground floor with the first overall selection with the first pick of the draft, is that more appealing to me? How do you think that, uh, how do you think that was talked about in the, mean, in the interviews? How do you think polls clarify that? I would think the first thing you do is, ha- here's two scenarios. We move forward with Justin Fields. How would you go about devising an offense, putting a game plan together and calling plays? And same scenario, but we're using the first overall pick on Caleb Williams. How would you go about being the offensive coordinator in that situation? I think you're going to have because currently, I mean, there's both of those are still on the table. I think that they would present those two options to all of the candidates and hear what they have to say about how they go about building their offense. And I'm just I'm wondering what would be more appealing to Shane Waldron. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like they always say in a job interview that if you're a highly thought of candidate in any walk of life, I'm not talking about just sports, that not only are you being interviewed, you should interview the person sure. interviewing yourself. Right. So so you want to ask Ryan Poles in this regard, well, look, especially if you're a believer in what you do, hey Ryan, I I, I may not necessarily think, and I'm not saying this is the case. That Justin's the right way to go. I had Russell Wilson in his last year in Seattle. That was a disaster waiting to happen. We wasted a year mm-hmm. because Russell and Pete Carroll were already fighting. There were already talks about trading him to begin with and about the list, and we brought him back anyway, and we lost a year 
just bringing him back to begin with. Like, he could speak from experience about waiting a year. Or he could also say, look, I took Geno Smith, a guy who had been uh, a highly thought of uh, uh, draft pick before, didn't make it with the Jets, and we unlocked him. Here's what I could do with Justin Fields to unlock him. Different style quarterbacks, yes, but also reclamated a guy who once was viewed as as a very highly thought of guy. So, like, there are many different ways we can go with this. Yeah, I I mean, look, with regard, I don't know how important job security is for someone like him taking this well, I think this it would path, be huge. Then I would suggest to you that there's more job security with drafting a first pick overall going forward than trying to get more out of an existing player. Because of the trying to get more out of the existing player, you don't reach the goals that you set for yourself. Then I think everybody's in a little bit more trouble. I think if you reset with the first overall pick, I believe there's more in terms of security. If that's an important commodity, I think there's more security in that that particular scenario than the other but we'll see i mean i don't i don't i'm not sure what their plan is up there i have you know i would think that i think everybody's trying to connect the dots and and i don't think you can i really don't because uh look and and just to be honest like you said we've moved on from the matty refluce is going to be here the fact that they decided to to maintain that course was a little surprising to me all things considered knowing that there were going to be other guys available so when it comes to this portion of the general manager's job description, I don't really have a great feel for what he's... I think he's done a really nice job on the player personnel side. On this side, I'm a little more confused or don't have such a great feel for it. Um, but I, I'm just happy that they brought in a guy that has some, some previous play-calling experience. Whatever, thing, whatever choice they make, whatever route they decide to go, you've got a guy who's got some experience. And that, to me should negate negate some of the, well, it's kind of hard to develop someone when you're doing your job for the first time as well, which is the experience they had with Luke Getze. Dave in Crown Point wants to bring up a point that I heard this morning as well. Dave, you're on ESPN 1000. What's on your mind? Uh, The greatest show still on earth, guys. Oh, bless Um, you. So I, I was trying to get on last week and make this statement. What if they were grooming him to be the next Bears head coach, not take him in as OC, maybe they saw him as a possible head coach down the line. What better chances to interview him and get a possibility of maybe he is the replacement for, for Flus down the line. So that's what I was wanting to talk well, about. I, I mean, if you, if you keep Justin and the progress isn't made and you fire the court or the head coach, everyone's going to be gone, right? I mean, that's going to be most likely. If, if it doesn't work, you bring him in, you keep Justin, and if that plan doesn't work, I would think most likely not only is he not going to be the next head coach, everyone probably gets flushed. And if it does work, Eberflus is staying. Correct. So, and what ends up happening then, Dave, at that point is, is that somebody comes in and hires Waldron. Because think about it. If you walk through this and this does, this plan works. Hopefully it does. And they get to that 10-game you know, threshold that you speak of. That'll get you to the postseason. Whoever the quarterback is... You're not firing. You didn't fire the head coach after they won seven games and they dropped three of them in, in catastrophic fashion. And he had to fire two of his assistants because of things that weren't related to football. If you didn't make a move then, you're not making a move after they win 10 games and go to the postseason, I wouldn't think. No. 
No. Uh, Evan in Omaha, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Evan? Evan. Evan. I think he wanted to talk again about, like, the the reclamation project that is Geno Smith. Yeah, uh, he did a really nice job with it. There's no question. Geno Smith had a – he played a little bit in 2021, but then when he took over full-time in 2022, had a great year. Threw for almost 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, completed 70% of his passes, had a 101 quarterback rating. It was a fantastic year. It would be like reclamating a Corvette or or also over here – reclamating a pickup truck. Both are nice vehicles, but they don't do the same thing. Like, if you think because he was able to get the most out of Geno Smith, he's going to be able to do exactly the same for Justin. I'm not connecting those dots either because they play different styles of football. So I'm not, like, that to me is... That's just not a uh, uh, that's not a dot that I'm I'm connecting. Like Gino's more of the pocket passer yeah. type, the yeah. more prototypical McVay Shanahan style quarterback. Yeah, I mean Gino's got some athletic ability. Don't get me wrong. Much in the way uh, Baker Mayfield does. Much in the way a lot of much in the way Mitch Trubisky did. Like there there's some athletic ability there, but they're not. Gino Smith is not a dual threat quarterback. He doesn't play the game that Geno Smith threw the ball 572 times in 2022. That's not a dual threat quarterback. That's a guy that's back there running that that Los Angeles, that San Francisco offense. That's what that is. It's not it's not an apples to apples comparison. Doesn't mean he can't do the same thing for Justin in terms of making him a better quarterback. But I'm just saying, like, all of a sudden, you're not going to see them, I don't believe, ask Justin to throw it 572 times. Uh, I want to continue to talk about the the, the Bears situation. I want to talk so much fun about the postseason. The three out of the four games were were spectacular. Um, After a good first half in that first game, um, it it turned into a blowout in that second half, and Baltimore played like they were supposed to. But after that... The, the night game in Green Bay sure gave me a scare. Um, and San Francisco was able to survive. The two games yesterday were awesome. Um, and the, the nightcap was, was everything we wanted it to be. It lived up to all the billing. I want to discuss that. Greg Olson's going to join us at uh, 3 o'clock today. Um, we've got the good, the bad, the dirty. All of your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Of course, you listen on ESPN 1000. You can also download our app. If you've not downloaded the app, make sure you do. You get all of our podcasts there, anything on demand. It's the ESPN Chicago app. You can also listen on 100.3 HD2, super crystal clear. If you're in your car and it's a newer version car, enable that HD radio. And also you can watch us. It's uh, on YouTube Live. Subscribe there on our ESPN Chicago channel. You can watch us live or anything else. You can get on demand there. And our Twitch channel is twitch.tv. And our channel is ESPN 1000 Chicago. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. The wind it is back. The snap is good. The ball put down. The kick is Ooh. up. And no good. Wide right. Wide right. The Bills kicker missed a field goal. Wide right. Jubilation for the Chiefs sideline. 
143 to go. Bash missing wide right from 44. I love Kevin Harlan on uh, Westwood One. He's one of the best play-by-play guys out there. Thought he was a little too excited to to flaunt the wide right, though. Is, he, is Kansas City his home? Does he live in KC? I, 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 he he went to Kansas, I believe. Yeah. Isn't he a KU guy? He is. Yes. I thought, so. I thought he made home out there, but I don't he know. He could. He may live yeah, in yeah, Kansas listen, City. But that is Kevin Harlan. That's his. That's his brand. That's his style. Like he brings it. He's not going to let that moment go by in any type of very calm manner. But true. A little too excited about leaning into the yeah, I think the, that you're the, coming the, to the it from this wide right but call. I, I think you're coming into this with a, a heavy lean yourself to the yes. Bills. I, I, I was I did adopt the Buffalo Bills as yeah. my team this postseason. Yeah. I did have a six to one ticket on them. The like the way I gamble, like it was a ten dollar ticket. Um, or Could have twenty been 60 bucks for you, buddy. I think it was a, maybe it was a twenty dollar, whatever it was. But my the reason why I like the Bills is like that fan base. I love love everything about it. They're they're jumping on uh, tables that are lit on fire. Um, they have struggled. Like it's the most tortured fan base in American sports now, isn't it? Probably so. Yeah. Like, I think to me, you know what they do, like they help out in the community too. those fans. Like when it snows, they get over there with their snow blowers and their shovels and they make way for their their team, their players to get out of there. So, like, if we get another snowstorm, maybe you can go up north and make sure that like Zach's house is, is, you know, like the driveway is is clear so we can get down. You can push push the the shovel like this. What was this? You can push the shovel like that. Is that how you push a shovel? Is that how you push a shovel? Yeah. No, I... I don't lift. You can't lift. Because you, you'll hurt yourself. I know, but... Uh, now you're lifting. You're lifting. I'm not lifting it up. Well, that's why, like, I'm that motion... This motion is down. But first of all, I don't This motion is down. Down. Boy, you you really... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm shoveling down. I'm pushing. I'm not, you know, doing the other thing, the shake weight. Chicago, you have, do you follow Chicago history on Twitter? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> you laughed, because I don't know if you check anything on Twitter yeah. these days. Like, there was a, um, a, a, a snow thing, like, in Chicago. Someone's porch, it was in, like, it was two people who lived in the, uh, that shared the porch, the walk-up, right. with the two doors, one and was shoveled, one, one wasn't. One was shoveled, one side was shoveled, one side wasn't. And it's like, this is the Chicago way, yeah. this way. And it, the opposite of Buffalo, right? Like, oh, Buffalo, Buffalo yeah. is a, You is know a, what the person that lived in, he'd shovel the neighbor's place before he'd shovel in, his own. And that, like, it's a, it's a smaller city. Uh, everybody knows everybody there. Um, and, and it's just, I feel like to go to four straight Super Bowls and to lose them in a different fashion. Every time, that that's the original wide right call. Uh, I remember that like it was yesterday. Was it Southern? I was telling you, CPD Bob and I had a Super Bowl party. Did anybody get lucky at that party? Uh, hell no, no, hell no, may, no. May I'm trying to think. Not me. I was. Was it well Bob attended? May have. Yeah, pretty good. That's nice. Sophomore year of college at the Wall guys, Street Quads. Were you guys providing the booze? Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I, I think it was Keystone. Nice. And then we were drinking Keystone That's beer fun. back that in works. the day. That works. We may have had a keg and we had uh, Keystone, really cheap beer. 
Um, Did anybody have any money on the game back in the day? No. Okay. I, I, nobody had a bookie? No, I don't think so. But Bob I wasn't taking bets from anybody? I was rooting for the Bills back then. I hated the Giants. It was a Parcells-led Giants oh, yeah. team, wasn't yes. it? Hated Parcells. You know, they were a Bears rival then. Was that Jeff Rutledge? No, Jeff Hostetler. Jeff Hostetler. Yeah. With Bill Belichick as the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yes. And um, That was not a sexy Super Bowl, was it? Oh, I thought so. Was I it? mean, like, the, the K, like Jim Kelly and, and the New York Giants and Lawrence Taylor. K-gun offense, yeah. yeah. I just I, remember, I it, though, the Giants. And it was a close, like, back in those days to have a Super Bowl come down to the wire. Like, go through the Super Bowls of the, the 80s into the early 90s and, and, like, do this during the break, and then we'll talk to Greg Olson. You read how many of the actual games were close. And I bet you that was the anomaly. That that's why that was a sexy Super Bowl because it was two good teams and it was close and that was a rarity back then because they were like most of the time it was like the Denver Broncos with John Elway getting blown out. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. More on the Bears. What does Greg Olson think the Bears should do with Justin Fields? Keep him. Or draft Caleb Williams. His thoughts on the Packers. He had the Packers-Niners game. And um, we need to tell uh, Tom Brady to go away and leave Greg Olson alone. That's all coming up next as we talk to our friend Greg Olson next.